the very outset, I would like to <clears throat> thank the Lord for this opportunity God's given me to come and be a part of your worship. Uh, I've been blessed this Sunday to be in both the services at 11 o'clock and now at 1 o'clock, and I thank the Lord for this opportunity. I want to express my gratitude to Pastor Enrique for allowing me to come back to this service to be able to minister the word of God. Now, my thanks would be incomplete if I don't say thank you to my daughter and son-in-law who are originally responsible to bring me here this afternoon. I'm visiting with my daughter and my son-in-law and the two grandsons, and I appreciate uh, you taking care of them uh, at this 10th press. I recall them getting married right here in this sanctuary, and uh, they continue to worship the Lord here, and we thank God for that. As we think about the Word of God and as we uh, come to this hour of preaching, the passage that we have chosen this uh, afternoon hour is out of the Gospel of Mark, chapter number 10. Gospel of Mark, chapter number 10, we are at the very concluding section this afternoon, and that is at the beginning of verse number 46, where Jesus Christ is passing through Jericho and heals a blind man. The blind man receives sight at the hands of Jesus Christ and then becomes a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you would allow me, I'd like to read out of Mark chapter number 10 and I would like to begin at verse number 46. And if you will, Stand in honor of God's word being read. We will all stand together and read it till the end. And they came to Jericho, and as they went out of Jericho with the disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still, commanded him to be called. And they called him, they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, arise. He called thee, and he casting away his garment, arose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. And followed Jesus in the way. A further word of prayer, if you will. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this precious moments uh, when we give our attention to the very word of God. Lord, it is my prayer this, at this time that you would speak to us. Give us a word out of your word is my prayer. Speak to me and speak through me. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Please be seated. As I was mentioning to you, this 10th chapter of the Gospel of Mark is coming to a close. The 10th chapter of the Gospel of Mark has been a very long section uh, where the Lord Jesus Christ is on a travel mode heading towards Jerusalem. Now, we will not be going there, but if you step into the 11th chapter, that records for us the triumphal entry of our Lord Jesus Christ. From then begins the last one week of the earthly life of our Lord Jesus Christ. But here at this point of time, the Lord is performing the last of his miracles. The last of his miracles touching and healing this blind man. Now, of course, there is one more miracle uh, that happens in the Garden of Gethsemane given to us by the Gospel writer John. John tells us uh, that Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, when Peter, in a fit of anger, uh, took and cut off the ear of one of the servants of the high priest, Jesus touched him and healed him. That technically would be the last one. But here, beloved, as he's traveling, and uh, this is the last official miracle Jesus is performing, they're in that place called uh, Jericho. Notice what happens. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway begging. I can stop it there for a moment and find several truths that come out of this one verse. Number one, we learn that he was seated outside the city of Jericho, a highway, a very strategic place where he could find people come and go into the city and where he can beg, where he can get arms, where he can get help, for indeed he was a blind man and had no other source of income except to beg. And so, beloved, he stations himself uh, at a spot where people are coming in and out of Jericho. And if you consider that place Jericho is not far from Jerusalem, it's about 20 miles away on the western side thereof, And it's a very important town because it's a beautiful town in the midst of a desert land uh, with palm groves, springs of water, abundance of prosperity in that place. We need to understand uh, that the Jericho of the Old Testament uh, of the days of Joshua is different from the one that we are looking at this uh, afternoon. So the blind man is seated there and he's been doing what he's been doing for all this time. We know not how long he has been blind. We know not if he was born blind or became blind. Uh, But then his profession was that he would sit by the highway and was begging. And one unique thing about all the miracles that have happened so far. Jesus Christ raised the dead. Jesus Christ healed the blind, the lepers, and all different kinds of people received mercy at the hands of Jesus Christ. But here is one man, blind Bartimaeus, about whom his name is being mentioned to us. 
Please understand uh, in the Aramaic language of that day and that day's use, uh, blind Bartimaeus' name was received as follows. As the word itself tells us uh, that he is the son of Timaeus. And the word bar would be equivalent to the word ben in the Hebrew language. The word ben means son. And here in the Aramaic it is bar. That means uh, son of Timaeus. And by the way if you go furthermore that word Timaeus means unclean. And sure enough the circumstances of this man Bartimaeus is sitting on the roadside dusty roads of that day and age and is begging. So there is no way you can look at him and appreciate anything about him minus the fact that he's a beggar on the street. But we find several truths that come out of this place where we find when he heard this great crowd following Jesus and his disciples. Please always bear it in mind no matter where Jesus went the word of God reminds us uh, there were multitudes, scores of people that followed him. And so, as they were making their final trip to Jerusalem through this place called Jericho, there were those that were following the Lord Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, they are heading towards the city of Jerusalem, for Jesus indeed had already indicated that he is going to lay down his life, he is going to pay the price of our redemption on the cross of Calvary. Not once, but twice, but thrice he reminded the people, especially his disciples, that he is going to Jerusalem, whereby the Son of Man is going to lay down his life as a ransom for all. And beloved, he is heading towards that city and going to lay down his life. And so they depart uh, from Jericho on the way to Jerusalem and when the crowd was going and when there was noise there beloved this blind man according to the gospel of Luke finds out what is this commotion about whenever we see any incident that takes place on any roadside it becomes inquisitive on our part to stop to inquire to find out what's going on And so too this blind man asked in the gospel of Luke what's going on and he was given the answer Jesus of Nazareth is going. Now over the last three years or more the name of Jesus has spread far and wide especially among the poor and the needy especially among those that needed the touch of Jesus Christ. And so here was this blind man who inquired and found out that Jesus was going there and he exercises great faith. Great faith in the fact he knows here that this is his moment of opportunity. He has been waiting for all this. And this has come to pass for him now. And he is going to take that, seize that moment, receive healing 
at the hands of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, without wasting time, and having inquired and came to know that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Please understand that this man not only knew Jesus of Nazareth, but he knew that he was the son of David. The crowds answered him. The people said unto him, He is Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph, that carpenter. And we have heard time and again say, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? That's all was the knowledge of the people. But here is this blind Bartimaeus. He has done his homework, studied well concerning Jesus, and he has found out that he is the son of David, the Messiah, who has come to save the people. Now, I don't know. He did not go to any seminary. He did not go to any Bible college. But he did have a knowledge greater than that of the crowds. He knew Jesus can help him. The son of David can help him. The savior indeed has come into this world. And therefore he cries out aloud and he says, Thou son of David have mercy on me. Turn to me. I need your help. And beloved By way of application, if I can go and say this to you, this is an absolute prayer which you and I can pray even at this moment. To ask of him, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. He understood that he is the Messiah and he needed mercy and he knew Jesus could give it to him. And beloved, As we are assembled here, not only week after week, but in that moment of crisis, in that moment of difficulty, we can raise our voice and say, Jesus, have mercy on me. Believe me, he is a merciful God, the gracious one, the compassionate one, ever loving And his kindness is beyond measure. And if you and I were to ask, he is willing to help us. This blind man took advantage of that moment. As I said, he seized the opportunity so that he would ask Jesus to help him. Please, he may not even have another opportunity to be able to get him so that he can receive the help from the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, having taken that moment of opportunity, he began to cry out for the need of mercy, and he's, as it were, if I were to speak some kind of a wrong English, he is telling Jesus, don't leave me unblessed. I don't know if such a word is there or not, but don't leave me unblessed. I want your blessing. And beloved, the circumstances of this world the times in which you and I are traveling through demand on our part that I can pray this prayer every day. You can pray this prayer every day. Go furthermore, what happens was this. 
when he was crying out and when he heard that it was Jesus, he was crying and many charged him uh, that he should hold his peace. And he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. The clouds were trying to hush him. The clouds were telling, if I might use the word here from this pulpit, shut up. We don't like this noise. We want you to be quiet. Jesus is traveling. He is in the company of so many people. And why is that you think he would stop and try to help you? The cry was loud. And people rebuked him. And after all in the sight of the congregation or the crowds that were there. He was but a blind beggar. They did not have any reverence or respect. Bartimaeus but did not care. The word of God tells us that rebuke was in vain. And he began to shout all the more. Notice what the word of God tells us. He cried the more a great deal. In other words, he raised his voice. He increased his volume. He made himself audible to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he wanted to at any cost receive the attention of our Lord Jesus Christ. And indeed, he succeeds. Notice what happens is this. This man was determined, who are these people? What right do they have to come in between me and my Lord? I have access to the Lord Jesus Christ in as much as these people have. Might it be known to all of us this time of the day that we all have a right to approach the throne of grace. We can ask him anywhere, anytime. Whatever your situation may be, whatever the difficulty you might be going through, the struggles in your life, I don't know. But you know it. And I know it. But we can always ask. People will say, don't waste your time. But Bartimaeus was determined. This is the moment. This is the opportunity. God's given to me. And I am going to ask him to have mercy. Notice from verse 49, the things change. The entire entourage stood still. Jesus stood still. And he commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man. Beloved, this is the best part of the entire story uh, that we are looking here this afternoon. The privilege is this, that this man was able to cry out to Jesus, crying for mercy by the roadside, and something must be done, and Jesus stood still and said, call him. What a blessing it is. This is grace. And that, in the midst of that crowd, in the midst of that rebukes, Beloved, Jesus stands still and says, call him. Let me put it this way. Jesus standing there and asking that he must be called was in itself a rebuke to the rebukers. The people that were asking him to keep quiet 
the people that were asking him not to make noise have now been stilled. Jesus stops and says, call him. Go further now, what happens is this, once uh, Jesus says that, the blind man hears the new voices. There is a change of atmosphere. Things have changed for the better. This man who heard rebukes, this man who was asked to keep quiet, is now being told, he calleth thee, be of good cheer. This afternoon, the message that you and I receive is this, be of good cheer. The Lord has heard your voice and your cry. He's willing to help you. He's willing to touch you. He's willing to heal you. We have prayed in different languages, I noticed. We have prayed intercessory prayers. We have prayed for them that are sick. Those that are railing in the hospital, be of good cheer. He comfort yourselves. Arise. He's calling you. Your prayers have been answered. And beloved, these same people who were of such attitude towards him are now saying, be of good comfort. Arise. He calleth. And beloved, that's not only grace, but that's hope for us. Why are we considering this passage some 2,000 odd years later? Because there is hope for you and for me. If we can cry out to the son of David, have mercy upon me, I believe God's going to answer our prayer and help us. And so here was this blind man and uh, he dropped out his outer garment. He literally jumped up. And came to Jesus. We don't have all the details. uh, But surely uh, the ethnic wear of an Israelite or the Jewish man. Or that man that lived in the biblical times. They had extra garments over themselves. You know we go with the minimum today. Whereas they had extra garments. And so he takes it out. Throws it. And he didn't care. He drops out his outer garment, jumps and comes to Jesus. And now Jesus is speaking to him. And he says, Jesus knew what he wanted, but he gives him the opportunity to say and speak to him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. He was candid to the point. Jesus asked him, what can I do for you? He says, Master, Lord, I want my sight. He is asking and he is able to recognize that this man, Jesus, the son of David, whom he has identified already, he says to him that I might receive my sight. And as I said from the very outset, I know not if he was a blind man by birth or he was a blind man eventually, uh, whatever it might be, he wanted to see. What a great yearning he must have had for this moment of life in his 
for this time in his life. He wanted to say. And the word of God says. Go thy way. Thy faith has healed thee. I want you to hear this. From the Lord saying to us. Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Each time. The Lord Jesus Christ. Did a miracle. Of mercy. In his day and age. It was something. uh, That he would do. Completely for that individual. Let me put it this way. He not only gave him sight. But he healed him. Of his inner man. The Lord Jesus Christ. Each time he made a miracle. He always ensured. The soul was cleansed. Not only healing for the body. But forgiveness for the soul. He healeth all our diseases as well as cleanses us of all our iniquities. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. In short, what the Lord Jesus Christ was telling is this. Go your way. You are not only healed. You are not only made whole. You've been saved. You have received that salvation. You received the forgiveness of your sin. You have expressed such tremendous faith uh, that you are now completely made whole. What a blessing it is if we can pray that prayer as we began the message. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. The beautiful thing about this man is this. Immediately, Immediately he received his sight. I don't know how to express in, t- in terms of putting it on a measurement of time. In that split second, millisecond, microsecond, I don't know how to put it. But immediately he received his sight. There was no delay. The Lord honored his faith. And gave sight, healed him, made him whole, forgave him of his sins. He has found sight. And beloved, this man now, the word of God says, followed Jesus to Jerusalem and was with him till the end. Possibly it might be what you might call a stretch on my part. But I'm thinking... That he was on that crowd uh, that followed him the following week uh, into Jerusalem. He was in that crowd that cried Hosanna. He was in that crowd that was there on the Good Friday at the foot of the cross. When Jesus Christ was hanging there while his own disciples had deserted him. I believe this man followed him to the end. He has known him to be the savior of this world. The word of God now tells us instead of going home and possibly having a celebration of sorts. The word of God tells us he followed Jesus in the way. 
We don't know what happened as far as his family was concerned. They may have been worried and someone must have told, your husband has become all right, your father is all right. He is walking with Jesus. We saw him. He continued his journey with him. No thanksgiving in that sense of the word. No celebration at home. No need to meet the wife, the children, whoever he left behind. He implicitly followed the Lord Jesus Christ. His eyes of understanding were open. And in his faith in the son of David, he received mercy. And he followed the Lord Jesus Christ. Go furthermore, I understand that he was an example for us of perseverance, of consistency. Of no matter what people say, I am going to continue to pray. I'm going to wait upon the Lord. I'm going to wait for that moment when he is going to take care of me, meet my needs. I'm not going to leave him. Beloved, if there is any application that you and I have this, at this time, this hour for us, is that we must continue in prayer we must ask Jesus to have mercy upon us he did not return home and in his not returning home he becomes an example of gratitude thanksgiving being grateful for what God has done in your life and my life and to continue to serve him And I believe he not only was there at the foot of the cross, I believe he was there on the day of resurrection when Jesus Christ conquered sin, Satan, death, rose victoriously from the grave. I believe he was there. And let me put it this way. When Jesus told his disciples, you wait until you receive power, I believe he was there. With the rest of the 120, that count 120 included Bartimaeus. Beloved, that's what we need when it comes to the matter of following and serving Jesus. He has done so much for us. For a blind man to receive sight is beyond something expression. And for a man who is in need and when the need is met, it is something to be grateful for. Whereby this man followed the Lord Jesus and served him till the end. Number one this morning, we must ask him to have mercy upon us. And when he does show his mercy, let's have a grateful heart serving him. Till the last day we live on this earth. May the good Lord continue to help us is my prayer. Let's pray. Father and our God, we thank you for speaking to us. Even through the miracle that took place over 2,000 years ago. That your mercy is still available to us. That we can cry like that blind Bartimaeus and say, Lord have mercy on me. 
Lord, have mercy on me. That's our prayer this afternoon. I know, Lord, the world itself is hurting. We are indeed in difficult times. Every individual that is here today has something or the other happening in his or her life. We plead for your mercy. And Lord, to us that you have shown your mercy, cleansed us and healed us, made us whole, given us that salvation, help, Lord, we pray that we will be found faithful in your sight all the days of our life. To this end, we commit this prayer in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen.
Let's remain standing in order to be dismissed. Let's receive the benediction. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Father that is in heaven, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest and remain with us both now and forevermore. Amen.